Welcome back. I think Laura falling asleep already. We haven't even started I had yet. The big yawn. The big Oh, is that what it is? I can't see you. So I, I couldn't know, tell just... if that's what that was. Anyways. Because I got my foot like propped up. My computer's not very set well. And my mic is just kind of rested on me. All right. Well, today we have a fun little game slash list that Laura found on the top 10 most common sports injuries known to mankind and womankind and every kind, I guess. In all fairness, yep. we don't really know the validity of this list, but we thought it would be fun just to go through and see if we agree. So Laura is going to give me a slight little description. We're going to go over number 10 together after this little intro. After that, Laura's going to give me a quick little summary slash hint, and I'm going to try to guess the pathology. And then we'll kind of a little briefly talk about pathology itself after that. So what we are going to challenge everybody listening today is play along. See if you can guess the pathology before I can. And then let us know how many you get right. Yep, I'll do my best with trying to describe them without giving it away too much. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's go. You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts, Ken and Laura. Thanks for joining for another exciting episode. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into the top 10 most common injuries. Again, this is just a list I found on the internet that I thought would be fun to go through. I don't know if I 100% agree with this. I feel like I would put some of these higher, but it is the top 10 most common sport injuries. We're going to see if Ken can guess them before I let you guys know. We're going to start with the bottom one. Are you ready, Yeah, so it goes uh, least common to most common. Yes, least common to and most then, common. Okay, and then I'm just going to guess what it is. So I haven't looked at this list. My goal, I'm going to set a goal right now. I want to get at least one right. Okay, first of all, we kind of already tested this out, and you know this one. So this True, so let's just, just go through number 10. Okay, number 10. And then like what we're going to do for the rest of the nine. So number 10 is the hip flexor strain. Um, Again, this is most common in sporting injuries to the muscle group that can be caused by sprinting, running inclines, and activities with quick turns and sudden starts. Um, So I I think in like running athletes, basketball? Yeah, basketball, uh, high endurance, like uh, runners, like long runners. That's the word I'm looking for. Cross country. There we go. I was like, man, what is the word I'm looking for? Your brain has turned off already today. A little bit, yeah. This is why it's a little fun for me. I like this topic. Another one I feel like you would probably see this in too is honestly I could see this being in a little bit of... um, uh, Wait, are we doing number nine? No, this is still number ten. Oh. Um, I could see this a little bit in... Uh, goalies, hockey players, or even baseball. Uh, I feel like it's just it kind of encompasses almost every sport. It does a little bit. I don't really see this in like swimmers or even just like normal baseball players as much per se. Because I wouldn't okay, really well, this, quite say they're. It's also considered the most the top ten most common. So, have you treated this injury? Um, or, I mean, the top flexors? ten overall. Have you treated a hip flexor strain? No, I have done in your in your tenure of six, seven years. I do not think I have actually done a hip flexor strain. 
you? I have treated a hip flexor, but not because of a sport-related injury. Ooh, how did they injure it? Now that you mention it, I don't remember. They <laughs> were a billiards player. Yeah, so they're always in a... Oh, yeah, we're, we're that, that conversation, <laughs> I don't think we're ready for that. Uh, so he, uh, I remember he was a billiards player and then having like to be in that pose was kind of difficult for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he injured it, like if he got into his billiards pose too quick or something, or maybe he injured it a different way and it just affected him playing billiards. Yeah, I could see that. But that was the only hip flexor strain I can think of. Yeah, I've seen other strains a lot more than hip flexor. I'm really trying to think. We've had some quite a few young athletes in general in high intense kind of uh, mid-range lifestyles that I could see having this injury. But... Nope. Uh, now that I think about it, I literally can't recall any of my patients having it, which I, again, I think this list, some of them I would probably place higher than others. Um, at the same time, a lot of that could be just taken care of with a, some rest. Um, doesn't necessarily always mean that they need to go to physical therapy. It's usually you start seeing hip flexors, any type of strains really, go to physical therapy if the problem persists, not after the initial Or if it's a high-grade sprain. Yeah. Um, So I think that's the big thing on those strains. Uh, Can I I put you on the spot real quick or no? Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell our listeners? My brain brain is not working right now. Do you want to tell our listeners the difference between a sprain and a strain? A sprain is within the muscle. The strain is within uh, the tendon. So You have the right idea, but it's the other Hold way on. around. Other way, yeah. Yep, your brain is definitely turned off. Is it the other way around? Like if you sprain your ankle, you've usually rolled one of your ligaments. Yeah. And a muscle strain is muscle strain. You just said strain twice. No, sprain. I sprained my ankle when I play basketball. And then a muscle strain is more muscular. Then you'll have to explain this next one. You ready for it? Oh, no, I'm not ready for it. Here comes number nine. Apparently it has to do with sprains this and strains. This one. <laughs> um, this one happens usually... When a person, a sports injury again, a person is slowing down and trying to cut, pivot, or change directions. Yeah, I realize it's going to be harder than I thought. (laughs) I like that you're on the spot this time and not me. (laughs) So when I'm thinking pivot, I'm I'm thinking it's an ACL injury. You are correct. Hey, I get one. That's all I wanted. I can get the rest wrong. I don't even care. It's considered an ACL tear or strain. This makes no sense. <laughs> That's why I'm like, wait a second. My brain can't comprehend this right now between sprain and strain. All right. Well, while you discuss it, I'm looking it up. No, I'm already looking it up. No. 
All right, which said, which like, one did I say? You said strain is too. Brain is muscular. I said strain is muscular. No, you said sprain is muscular. Oh yeah, I got them reversed. Um, so sprain is I all ligaments, and strain is tendon or muscular. Correct. So yeah. the way I remember it is that when I played basketball and I rolled my ankle, I sprained my ankle, and then I'm yeah. thinking of that complex along the lateral side. Uh, my honestly, my brain was not enough. All of a sudden, I don't always, trust this list. All right, so number number two, we can get back on. Here's track. the thing, though. Do you think that ACL is number nine on this list? Well, see, that's the thing. I don't know what the rest of the list is. Well, that's the thing is you. We can, you know, I'm curious to see the, the thing, your opinion. Thing. To me, I, I would put this so ACL much higher because I've treated several ACL tears. So many. I literally have like one hand right now I can count on, which is a lot. I feel like number one is in like, like an ankle sprain. No. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. Well, this whole time I've been talking about it. All right. Um, yes, we have treated ACLs, yep. multiple ACLs, and we have an episode on ACLs because you have the controversy of when to start open chain exercises, progressing them. It, it's a whole ordeal. So we're not going to talk about ACLs right now because we not too much. You guys can check that old episode, our out. episode for it. So go check that one out. On to number yeah. eight. <laughs> Okay, this one I feel like if you miss it, then I... <laughs> <laughs> if you miss this one, uh, I think you should just turn your license in. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say I'm tired. That's my excuse. Um, this is usually caused by due to the blow of the head where the brain is jarred or shaken. Hey, we have a we have a episode on this, too. We're going with concussions. I, like I said, if you Locking didn't get it in. this one. <laughs> That is correct. Um, so we're going to go in the same boat as we have an episode dedicated to this as well. We do. Just kind of discussing the differences and the concern of it. Um, why it's important that we be aware of concussions and kind of the rehab on this. So I Man, feel like. Good tonight. I got two right. Honestly, concussions we're seeing more often and they're coming to physical therapy more. So I do feel like this is a good spot. It's number eight on this list. I actually do feel like this is a good spot. Because okay, but do you think it's higher than ACLs? No, I think ACLs in a terrible spot, but I think okay. this is number eight as is a good spot for this one. Um, again, we're seeing it more often. We're we're being aware of it more often. Those who are playing playing in a contact sport or have the chance of getting a concussion are being treated much better. Um, they're doing a lot more concussion protocols prior, um, so that they have a baseline again within the sports. So yeah, it's really become a, a big ordeal recently. It is, which so. is good because it, it it can be it could honestly it can be deadly if you don't catch a, a concussion. It's not so much the first concussion; it's if you get another concussion during um, your a secondary yeah. concussion. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, so that one is um, pretty much, uh, I guess straightforward on that but i think it's in a good spot honestly all right this all right. next one is often injured with quick side to side movements and or lack of flexibility side to side movements would you like a hint um can you tell me i'm assuming it's a lower body injury it is yes that was gonna be my hint 
Huh. Um, my second, the way I'm going towards, I'm thinking it's going to be, I'm going to go with your ankles. Incorrect. I'm oh, sorry, knees? sir. Incorrect. Well, what? Okay, hold it's on. It's groin. A groin injury? Yep. So groin, sh- again. Okay. Yep, I wasn't going to get. Strain. That was not my, uh, I wasn't going to land there anytime soon. Yeah. So um, lateral movement side to side will lead to typically a groin injury. Which the big one is you think about is kind of that stretching. So again, this one I yeah, really would I put with really like a goalie. Yeah. And then that if you're not flexible within that region, if you do kind of move that quick side to side and then you stretch out, yep, you stretch out, you're kind of going into that splits motion and certain things. So we can see this in soccer players. We can see in a lot of uh, athletes who are doing that kind of quick change direction, pivot, moving side to side. Um, so like if you're defending someone, so basketball players are another one. Hockey players are a big one. Um, again, I said soccer players, water polo players, we can see this in too. Um, because of just some of that motion. Uh, have you treated anybody with a groin injury? I have. I've actually treated more oh, groins I? than I have. Um, ACL flexor. Oh, no, I was about no, to say. I've treated more ACLs. So I'm, I'm still kicking ACLs to the top, like three. It's in my top three, but I would put groin over concussion still yeah i think i've treated more groin injuries than i don't think i've treated anybody with a concussion actually and we've got quite a few concussions and i won't even say okay. the concussions we have we've had only a couple for sports um we've had more car accidents concussions than sports yeah but, but it usually comes with more stuff yeah and i think some of these too is like we're only seeing them when they get to the point that they're not healing on their own. So it might be common and these might be happening, but they might be able to manage with just kind of resting um, and slowly building back up activity. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that every single one of them is going into physical therapy, if that makes sense. So, but these are things definitely to be aware of though, if you're wanting to work with any sports. Number six. All right. Number six. These are often found in athletes who are runners and participate in activities with a great deal of running. Um, I'm going to lock in my answer to plantar fasciitis. Ooh. Oh, that hurts. Ooh. (laughs) Oh, I feel like that was so confident. I'm not going to lie. You were so confident. I was so confident. I I was like, I got this. I got this in the bag. All right, well, this help a little bit more. It is pain. You This usually causes complaint of pain in the lower leg bone. Oh, is it the, the, the shin splints? Yes, it's shin splints. Or I thought you for sure uh, were going to get that one too. That hurt. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. So I have seen a lot of shin splints just in general. Um, we also see those in people who try to start running and they kind of run too hard, too fast and don't build up. Um, we see shin splints also happen. Um, very manageable. Uh, I don't really have too much on that. I, I would probably say, honestly, th- number six for them is a good spot. What about yourself, Ken? No, I, I agree. I, I feel like I was really confident with the plantar. So I wonder you if plantar is so on this list now. So if, if plantar is on this list, then I definitely think it's going to be higher than shin splints. 
All right. You ready for number five? Um, just before we move on. Yes. Is it called Shin Splints in that article? Yeah. Because there's another name for it. Do you happen to know what the actual diagnosis name is? Well, it's micro tears. <laughs> it's literally micro fractures within the bone. So it's actually called medial tibial stress syndrome. That makes sense. I don't think I've, I've, ever wanted, had, I've never heard it referred that way. <laughs> I've only heard it one time in school, and then I never heard it ever again because everyone just says shin splints. Yeah, I was about to say. But there's actually a, that, a name for it. Which makes sense. Um, it really does. Like, it's, it's I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think I really, sense. I think I've only treated one person with shin splints ever. Mm, I've had quite a, just in general, I've seen quite a few come in and out. Um, All right. What do we got for they're number pretty, five? They're honestly they're straightforward ones, but for number five, if you miss this one, again, this might be the end. Hey, like I said, I'm I'm I'm, I'm good for the rest of the night. I got two right. I doubled this my radiating goal. Radiating pain can additionally be associated with numbness, burning, and tingling down the leg. Okay, I can see why you would fire me if I got this wrong. <laughs> Granted, um, I'm going to lock in. Probably be like, huh? Right now, I, I'm going to lock in sciatica. You are correct. Why? Thank now, you. This thank you. one kind of surprises me, but doesn't surprise me. I feel like sciatica. If you were to rank number one reasons people come to physical therapy, sciatica would be at least in the top like three, if not number one. Um, I feel like sciatica is just kind of tricky in general because there's. It can be caused from different things. Oh my gosh, so many different things. It could be. Don't even get me started on that train. Um, but we have I never thought of it. I don't think I don't remember. Ah, perfect. I know what we're talking about on Friday. <laughs> um, but the, what surprises me that it's on a list for top sport injuries. I mean, if you Which take it makes a sense. You take a blow to the back. If you have extremely tight piriformis, I suppose, which so I mean, it says whether or not that's actually real. It can be seen in athletes who are most commonly in the flex forward position, such as cyclists, um, swinging sports like golf and tennis. Oh, interesting. Um, mm-hmm. So Cyclist, those are I can for sure. See tennis. I mean, golf. I, yes. Okay. Because, it, you Noted. know, if you start to have that back pain and then the bulging disc, pinching nerve, um, a lot of those will have tight hamstrings, too. Um, yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. But it, it's just weird because you don't think of it as a top one for athletic pain, I guess you could say. All right. Number All four. All right. Let's see. Number four. I'm trying to find a bet. Hmm. Um, 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 um. Uh, there's not a good way of like saying how this one it could happen. Um, Is this one can be no. It it kind of do I have any chance at all? Well, if you rule out everything else we did, yes. Wow, okay. I don't like my chances. Um, 
Athletes will often experience bruising in the back of the thigh or knee. Bruising in the back or, okay, it's a ham, hamstring strain. Yes. So I know that's this why I was because like, a friend of mine did that. Yeah, so um, that's usually also with tears. You're going to see more of the bruising. Yeah, a tear um, as well. Of, yeah, so not so much of the strain itself, but uh, the bruising. This one I can see is being high. It happens. It's usually a lot of times comes along with the tightness of the hamstrings and then that quick movement. I have um, treated this several times, actually. Yeah, I've treated this quite often in so many bodybuilders, soccer players, um, runners, general, just everyday people like i feel like this one's definitely high on the list i feel like okay here's a question though do you feel like hamstring strain or sciatica should be higher um i for the reasons patients come to therapy sciatica should be higher but sports related i feel like i see more hamstring strains i'm with you on more athletes and i see more hamstring hamstring strains all right number three Home stretch. Um, this happens due to a great deal of gripping activities and overuse. Gripping activities, so it's a hand injury. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's too easy. If I give you any uh, hints here, so it's a gripping. Mm-hmm. Uh... And overuse, repetitive action due to repetitive action. Uh, it wouldn't be Dequarvians. No, sir. I'm so sorry. You have oh, been kicked off the ship now. Um, is it a itis? It is an itis, and technically, it's two itises. Two itises. They kind of lump them. They lump them together. Um, yeah, I got nothing. Medial and lateral epicondylitis. Oh, uh, so golfers and or in tennis, tennis elbow. elbow. Yeah. The elbow twins. It is the elbow twins. twins. kind of. Um, I see. I feel like this is actually a great one. I see this. We see this a lot out here. You know who we actually see it in? Um, because of the city that we live in is in uh, dealers. I can see it. We see it a lot in dealers. Um Along with uh, our uh, carpal tunnel, they get a lot. But I've seen a lot of uh, uh, medial. Uh, I think the gripping turd kind of um, steered me clear from the elbow twins. Mm, Yeah, no, but it's a lot of the gripping activities. So um, it has to, again, it comes down to that repetitive. And that's the tough part. And I will tell you this, I feel like repetitive and any of the itises are the toughest ones to get to calm down (laughs) Um, yeah especially if they don't stop doing what they're doing exactly because a lot of these don't they don't want to stop doing it they continue to just overuse it and rest is going to be its biggest fan um to decrease that inflammation and irritation that's going in on there um and then usually it has to do with a lot of stretching too um kind of just offload some of that tightness in that area um and then of course building up that strength and overall roundedness all right you ready for number two number two let's do it 
I will tell you, this is kind of broad. <laughs> this um, is what? Like, even, it, like your description's going to be broad and the injury is broad? No, I, I think this will help narrow it down, but it's it's kind of broad. Um, like, I will tell you that's not specific. It's not a specific injury, if that makes you feel any better. So just go with what your gut's saying. Um, sports injuries from dislocation, misalignment, strains on the muscle, and sprains on the ligaments. Yeah, right. That gives me what? <laughs> okay, hold on. From the top. Okay. Injuries from dislocation, misalignment, strains on the muscle, and sprains on the ligaments. That's like everything. Yeah, that's why I said it's very broad, so just go with what your gut says it is. It's a sports injury. Okay. That, well, that's, that's, what, that's what my gut's telling a me. A body part. Give me a body part. A shoulder injury. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. It's really your only thing that's going to... I mean, you can dislocate anything, but... I was about to say, yeah, if, if anything, I maybe would have gotten hip next, or actually ankle. I would have gotten ankle, if anything. But misalignment doesn't really match an ankle too Wait, much. Wait. I was about to say, yeah, dislocation? In ankles? Have you seen some sports... I don't, think I don't know I've, if I put it as the most common number two. Dislocated but I've ankle. I've seen more dislocated elbows than ankles. I've seen more. And that's just, that's just me. Per, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying me personally. Yeah, no, I've seen more. I've seen more happens. dislocated elbows. And they even Maybe I watch too to much do. volleyball and basketball. Because when they're coming down, I see that happen a lot. Just bloop. There it goes. It ain't in place anymore. <laughs> um. You know, you also could have gone with a little bit of patella stuff there, but, you know. True. My gut did yeah. tell me shoulder, though. Yeah, no, shoulder makes, to me, shoulder makes the most sense. I feel like it, there's so many, almost every single sport definitely could deal with this. Um, I will say the most repetitive ones we see are overhead uses like swimming will have very common shoulder injuries. Uh, baseball will have very common shoulder injuries. Volleyball, a lot of those hitting overhead, tennis, um, pickleball. Uh, there's it pretty much just is a lot, but those are the ones that you're going to get more of the repetitive injuries, I feel like, where things like football, um, even basketball a little bit, you can have both repetitive, but you get more of the acute injuries of like falling on it and things like that um, happening more often than not. Um, it all just depends on the what uh, position you can also play in different sports, too. Like, for example, if you're a pitcher, you're more apt to having a shoulder injury than if you're a catcher. So, um, in baseball. Yeah, but I, mean, I yeah, definitely would say number, I would put it as number two. I put right. it above ACLs. I put ACLs at number three. Are you going to, do you agree with number one? I'm debating on that right now. All right, let's do it. Let's close this episode out. All right. This injury um, can usually be caused by a slip or a fall onto a lower body part. So there you go. That that should give you um, an idea. I, right now I'm thinking hip fracture or hip. Nope. So a slip or fall. Onto a lower body part. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going with like a knee dislocation or mm. kneecap fracture, patella fracture. Uh, it's so funny because I don't know if I quite 100% agree with it. I would go with this. Here, let me give you this. Um, it can cause leading to uh, imbalance to major muscles and then aid to improper tracking. Yeah, I'm still thinking patella because you have patella tracking issues. You're right with the patella. It's the patellofemoral syndrome. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, patellofemoral. Yeah, I feel like I don't, that's why I'm like, I see this in people who, I don't necessarily would say it always happens because of a slip and fall, but it really comes down to that imbalance between the the muscles and the tracking. Um, That's why I kind of went there. I don't particularly, they kind of say it's this fall that then leads to the swelling, which then can lead to the imbalance. Um, But I've also seen just in general, the imbalance of overdevelopment on um, one side can cause this. Uh, so I don't necessarily would say it's from exactly. I have treated a few people that had patellofemoral. Oh yeah. Same here. That's why I I do think it's very common actually. I think it is pretty common, especially like, I feel like a lot of dancers have it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my experience. Dancers and soccer players. I feel like we'll get a lot of patellofemoral pain. I think a lot of, uh, younger, younger, especially younger. Yeah. Um, it's, I feel like it's very common as you're growing up to, as you're developing one size is developing a little bit stronger and that causes the tracking to get off. Definitely if you're within sports. So I would actually leave it as number one personally, um, even over ACLs. I just think they come, they're a little bit quicker to heal and fix. Um, so that is pretty much how I would list it so yeah so we'll go back down the list number one patellofemoral syndrome number two <laughs> encompasses all shoulder injuries apparently number three is tennis or golf elbow number four is a hamstring strain number five is sciatica number six shin splints number seven groin pull number eight is a concussion number nine is acl Number 10 is hip flexor strain. So again, if you guys agree with this list, let us know. It's just a fun list we saw online. Um, I would say more if you decided to play along with us, let us know how many you get right. Or did you get them right before I got them right? That'd be fun. You had a little little race there. I mean, how many did I get right? Like five and a half? Wait, Wait, where are you getting a half? because I still got to shin splints, but I, I was so confident with... But, no, uh, you don't get a uh, half for shin splints. No, fine, then I get you a got it point. wrong. <laughs> what? I still got it right no. eventually. No, you still get it wrong. So five and a half points. Because you guessed it wrong, you don't get a half a point. All right, guys, let us know if you think Ken should get a half a point on that one or, or not. Or a full Thanks point. Thanks again <clears throat> for sticking around and listening to us. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what you guys think about that list, whether or not you guys agree. But don't forget to go ahead and check out um, our some of our past episodes. We'll be kind of uploading them again, uh, just bringing them forward here and there. Um, but also stay tuned if you guys haven't checked out. 
we go over my actual experience with the 10x procedure. That was our last episode we posted, and we'll be coming up with probably an update around my two-week mark of progress just to kind of give you guys a, hey, this is what it was like, and this is how it's recovering. Um, since it seems like a lot of people, we took a survey and a lot of people had never seen it before, um, which I was so surprised at. So we'll keep you kind of updated on that until then. Perfect. Did I miss anything? Take care. Nope. All right, guys. Bye. Later. The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.